Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is our final feel-good football lean sauce Friday of the NFL season. It's depressing all at the same time as exciting because we got a loaded, absolutely loaded show. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. We welcome back the sauce. Kyle Kerms in the house. Dina behind the glass as well. Good morning to everybody. I know this one's going to be a jam-packed show with a lot of comments, so stay with us the entire time. If you are uh, watching the show, be sure to like the video. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe to the channel. The sauce pops in from time to time, uh, and we're going to obviously negotiate a long-term extension uh, for the rest of 2022 to get him involved with some NBA and some baseball, and we got the toast coming in soon, and that's going to be a, a grand old time. Whole squad's here. First and foremost, if you want to support Chop Sports, Please do so by going over to patreon.com backslash chop sports. That helps us out. $3, $5, $10. Any amount helps us out per month. We so you know, look, you're already paying $10, $15, $20 for Netflix. You can give us a break, right? You can give us $3. I think I think that's feasible. I think it's fair. Um, but if you want to help us out, do that. And as I said, like the video, subscribe to the video. That helps us out as well. Couple new things going on. Obviously, Dat Chat. You want to get involved with that as a brand new social media platform that Shop Sports has moved over to in addition to its Facebook group. We now have a Dat Chat Facebook, uh, Dat Chat group. Chop Sports Group, go over there. Uh, our boy Glenn hooked that up. It's a big, big deal. Uh, could be the future of social media. Who knows? No censors. We'll get more into that as we go. Uh, brand new uh, sponsor, advertiser, you name it, um, they're in. And it's my boy Will and his wife over at Lilac and Sage Boutique. I know you're what you're saying yourself is, Dave, why would you align yourself with a women's clothing line? Because we have women here. We have wives. We have girlfriends. We have Dina. We have everybody. There is so many people involved in Chop Sports that we decided to partner up. And, and, and yeah. yes, I, I can't believe Sauce we made it, we made it two, two and a half minutes into the episode and nobody has mentioned Kyle's uh, drip. Uh, his yeah. drip is, is no, so toast did. Okay. They yeah. don't know what the, the jersey is. Though. Oh, it is an Aaron Hernandez as he turns around. An Aaron Hernandez, Florida jersey. Uh, so we're representing murderers here. Yesterday uh, this he morning. towed the line because OJ was acquitted, but today he went full on. He went full blown you know, Netflix on. special. We found out everything there is to know about Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez. Was not acquitted. Okay, not acquitted. So, <laughs> hey, Kyle, well, do me a favor. Pull your mic down. A little bit. So oh, so everybody can see your beautiful mug. There All right. And then, of course, we talked about Lilac and Sage. So thank you guys for coming on as a brand new bro uh, advertiser. Me and Dina are going to record a commercial today. So we'll be sure okay. to air that starting Monday after the Super Bowl. And, of course, Potential here. Uh, Manscaped. That's right. We're going to get your balls and your members all figured out with manscaped.com. Uh, we're going to figure that out. We're going to get a promo code for all of you guys. Chop Sports getting involved with Manscaped. So that covers all of the opens. Chris, how you doing this morning, bro? I know you are working well. vigorously. Yeah, I'm doing well. I didn't get to watch the awards thing, but I did watch Aaron Rodgers' speech, which of we'll, course get you to, we'll get to later on. But well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get a into lot that. Of, a lot of shit went down yesterday, man. It was probably the most loaded day of sports that we've had. Yeah, I mean, going into the weekend, we yeah. have everything to talk about. UFC, oh, like you said, Super Bowl. Dude, it's, we got the sauce here to make we got NBA picks. Chop, <laughs> Chop Head's new segment, Manscaping the Gooch uh, with Chris Gooch. I like that, actually. That does have some rink to it. So welcome to Tommy. Welcome to all you new people in the chat right now who've never seen us before, or maybe you're coming back because the sauce is here. He waves his wand. You all follow because he's going to have some serious pressure on him later on today because we're going to do a hot seat with Kyle Kerms at 7 NBA games going down tonight. 
He's going to pick four of them. He gets to pass on three. Rapid fire. So you're going to get not as much of an explanation, but somewhat of an explanation. Maybe he's got it. Maybe he's got it. Maybe he's got it. He was on my list of guys that I want to beat the shit out of yesterday. So Yeah. Okay. So we got that. We got Super Bowl. Our Super Bowl picks, obviously. Kyle may refrain from that because he's got a big, big day coming Sunday with a bunch of bets. But we do have eight prop bets to go over that Gooch pulled from one of the gambling websites. I'm assuming BetMGM. Um, but anyway, no, so it was Google. I just Googled. It was Google. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you honest. Googled it. Congratulations on that. We'll do, we'll get into that. We'll get into the NFL awards, like we just said. We'll also get into some baseball. But first and foremost, of course, this happens every time we hit stop record yesterday we got up we started our day of business and what happens what happens is in inevitable what i said was going to happen three days ago james harden traded goodbye he's gone it's no more brooklyn no more scary hours no more none of this crap with the brooklyn nets james harden has been traded to the 76ers for ben simmons and about 77 other players and <laughs> two first round picks and guys your reaction knee jerks uh, off of that because it happened obviously while we were here gooch so I think that both teams win on, on this trade big time. The the draft picks that people are talking about, I, I think they're largely you know invaluable to both teams. Really, I don't think that the, the Sixers or the Nets are going to make those picks. They're probably going to trade them off at some point either way. Um, but when you look at it, maybe the, the Sixers got the better player. They did give up a decent amount, but they kept both the two guys, uh, Thibault and Maxi, that everybody was saying that they might have to part with. They ended up getting rid of the two picks instead. But look, they had a guy like Ben Simmons who he wasn't playing for them. So if they kept him on that roster going forward, that would have been the nail in the coffin of their season. And likewise, the same thing with Harden. Now, uh, the Nets got some valuable pieces that they could add into their, you know, they got a rim protector with, with Drummond. And I don't think that they really need a guy like Harden on the Nets to take 25 shots a game. They need a guy like Ben Simmons who's going to lock down the best perimeter player on the other team. And I think it's a better fit. As much as I hate to admit this, the Nets are a better team today than they were yesterday with Ben Simmons, even though Harden is the better player. Sauce, obviously, we, we've been talking about it all week, man. We talk, It finally goes down. What was your knee-jerk reaction? We all know we're all Knicks fans here, but this is a big trade for not not Gooch, of course. He's a, a he's a Golden State Warriors fan, according to the hat that he's wearing yeah, right now. This, in, in honor of you, bro, your boys got slapped by the Knicks last slapped night. Slapped by the Knicks last night. Um, so it's the trade, it's a hard trade to evaluate because this is the first time I think I've ever seen a player get traded who had, like, Ben Simmons... 2K rating on Philadelphia was a zero because he had zero value. <laughs> right. So I've never seen someone that like has zero value get traded and then become a very valuable perimeter defender. Um, I got to say, I, that Nets team, I really like the way they're built now. You got Simmons who can play the shit out of defense on the perimeter mm. and distribute the ball and get to the basket surrounded by snipers. I mean, imagine if Joe Harris comes back like, I, I don't even know what his status is. He's been out for and he a while. And they didn't move Joe Harris. You yeah, said there no, was a rumor were, there that could have been moved. They there did was... not move him. Um, but, I mean, Seth Curry, Durant, Kyrie, Patty Mills, and then Drummond protecting the rim. It's like you got the elite defender on the perimeter, a pretty good defender in, in Drummond. He stepped his game up. He's having a pretty good year backing up Embiid. That's a really interesting team. And then, obviously, Philly, they lost a lot of their death, depth, but... Um, Harden and Embiid. Embiid's having the best year of his career, so it's kind of make hard to make an argument against them not playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. One thing I will say, and I tweeted this yesterday: Tell me that's not going to be the most exciting playoff series of yeah, all time. I was thinking Simmons about that too. Embiid, like, now, there's oh, a chance. Yeah. That, there's a chance that they I, I don't. Agree. There's a chance they don't meet, obviously, well, because, because of the Milwaukee Bucks. They're the only real threat 
Well, you did it, it, it. Yeah, but they also could play like before the Eastern Conference. I agree. Right? Yeah. I agree. So there's a. Now we we won't know. Let's Toast talk. coming in. Curious to see what you guys think about the 76ers having to pay Harden. So obviously he could have left right after this year. If there was no trade, he could have just. Well, dipped, I right? think that that, that he was, just picked up his player option. Was, yeah, he picked it up immediately, million. forty-seven million. But I think that was what the Sixers were talking about. I don't think the Sixers are having any issue with that. They were already paying Ben Simmons a gross amount of money to not do anything, and whether they were paying him or so not, at least you're getting somebody on the court the now. Yeah. And um, they were basically, that was one of their, their selling points in the media to the net saying, look, you know, Harden's out anyway. You might as well get something while you can for him. And I think that they had conversations, whether it be legal or not, knowing that James Harden was going to pick up that player option and give them an extra. But Harden will want out of Philly as soon as Joel Embiid gets hurt. Did either of you guys happen to watch the All-Star Team selection? Okay, so I so as soon as you said it in the in the group chat, I decided to go look on like Instagram and see if there's any highlights. LeBron was a mess. Yeah, like, it was he was funny, it man. was hilarious. Like he was just trying to forcefully have Durant pick Harden in the All-Star selection. Dude, think about it. Harden was technically picked last. He's like he's the last kid picked on the dodgeball court. Like he was getting shoved off a million times by LeBron James and I was like, "Dude, this is this is classic that's, stuff right That's here. why doing that is good because we got a, a funny moment and you got the people got to see like LeBron in a different light, not complaining. I've never crying. seen him laugh like that. that, that was he was stuff. like his belly laughing. And, <laughs> that was uh, good stuff. It was funny because it, the, the last pick, right? Came yeah. that, it, well, Durant, it worked out. He said it worked out for you. It was Durant and he had to pick between Rudy Gobert and Harden. <laughs> and there's only three centers in the entire all-star team. Uh, Durant's team has both of them. <laughs> or the first two. And then Gobert's the third center. So, like, it makes no sense for him to draft the third center. And Durant, like, tried to keep a straight face, and LeBron was dying. He was like, you know what? I think we need some size. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take Rudy. Oh it was funny God. as hell. Dude, unbelievable. So, yeah, that, that draft happened stuff. last night. We got to compare the teams at least yeah, by we'll a month. Yeah, we'll do that there. another. Maybe we'll do that never. <laughs> Who knows? Like, the NBA All-Star game. Just Talk this, about what nobody gives a shit game? about. Next uh, week? The 23rd. I want to so say. they selected the teams like 12 days in advance? Yeah, that makes sense, though. Should, you know what you know? they should do, honestly, for really good, like, climactic TV? Pick the teams when you're there. I'd like, like, like at schoolyard like shit. Class. Like, I got you. It's not, I like, got they're you. Gonna, it's not like they're going to run practice. And Harden's they in the might back, like, have come a couple. On, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> but um, KD's not going to play anyway, so. Yeah, I saw that. I Should've saw the starting lineups. Harden. You needed that two guard. The, start, yeah, guard, whatever the starting lineups were announced, and, of course, they drafted the uh, the reserves last night. That All those results are online if you want to go figure that out. Uh, but anyway, guys, if you're watching this video, please be sure to like the video, okay? I, I There's a lot of comments coming in. If you guys are watching, thank you so much for this, uh, this Lean Friday. There's a lot to get to we obviously just covered the Harden trade um and well we got to throw it to the Knicks I mean for a second a great great win last night uh, even though did you see Julius Randle throw that ball into like the fifth row no <laughs> oh my did you see that no. oh my but god he was trying to make a save morning. and and shoot the ball uh cross-court pass oh shit bro <laughs> launched like touchdown it. Julius Randle like he launched that shit double hand like a freaking soccer throw but anyway so wait they, it went into the fifth row yes that was an incomplete pass that's <laughs> incomplete <laughs> shamefully I actually for the late games I actually had Suns Bucks on the main TV and the Knicks were on the other big TV but there was no sound so my primary who would was, you who would you say the player of the game was yesterday I would say probably Fournier. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong about that, go. though? Can we no. talk? Oh. I, I just, I, I that, that take, I feel bad. I feel like Scoop's starting to be a little embarrassed by it, so I don't even want to. <laughs> Fournier's in there. I don't want to hurt his Scoop's feelings. saying Fournier did great, all caps. So I would imagine that's sarcasm. 
No, he was all right. No, he didn't. He didn't have a good game. I don't think. Scoop coming in forty eight did great. He said. I feel like he's obligated to defend him now. Like for I mean, yeah. Now, now you're stuck. He's sarcastically. That group chat got on fuego uh, the other day (laughs) with with you guys in your forty eight debate. But anyway, so that's basketball. We'll, We'll pick up that obviously next week. Um, with the, the All-Star game and, and the Knicks continue to win. Let's go. I mean, the Nets have lost, like, what? How many games in a row? By the way, what the miraculous cover last oh, night. Oh, that was awesome. Dude, are you kidding? <laughs> I took them with you. I was like, I'll ride the Nets plus one. What the hell? You know, like, I know they just got, they just got all these players, but none of them are going to play, so let's just find out what they got. Dude, that last play. Are you well, kidding? Well, some people were that bet the Wizards were saying it's rigged because he had no reason to shoot it. Yo, the ball came right to him. It's not like he went out of his way to get it. Like, it could have been just reflexes. He put it back up. That's a little ridiculous to, to cry about that because I could see maybe if he, like, went, made a diving play, and then with, like, no time left, the ball came right to him. And he literally did this. Right, like, right back in the backseat. Yeah. So it, it was a. Well, Schmucko cool. had him plus one, so I pushed. Um, and I, yeah, that, that was rough. I, and listen, when you said plus, it was plus three on your video. When I uploaded the YouTube video, it was plus three. And then it was just. Wow. Everyone was betting the Nets. Well, I got him at plus one and pushed. So at least I didn't lose, right? I didn't lose. So that, I got that's, him at plus one, too, I feel. Oh, uh, all right. Well, that was a late pick. I literally made that bet at 6.59. So mm. I was like, I, I know I'm getting the worst out of this, but I just wanted to ride with the ticket, and I played the parlay. Did you guys tell that I have zero idea what you're talking about? Is it the Nets game? The Nets yes. Wizards last the night. Nets they were Wizards. down three. Um, Nets were down three. The the bet of the day was Nets plus one and a half, and I forget. It was Kyrie or someone launched a three. The game-tying three missed with like two seconds left, and it's like two... One, it was an air ball, and Blake Griffin just caught the air ball and put in a layup to lose by one instead of three. Yeah, that's not rigged. That's called playing no, basketball. It's just like it a normal, right normal just, thing. No, yeah. but I'm saying, like, you're down three. Yeah. You're trying to score. Like, right. you got you to sprinkle a little mama's the, the, cooking the, the, on the court. What they're saying the is the, the two-point basket meant nothing. Uh, that's a Kwame but, Brown But it reference. came right to him. What was he supposed to do? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, real quick on the baseball. Shifting um, gears. We are shifting gears to some baseball here. A lot of buzz about this is, ba- uh, well, first of all, baseball is inching closer. They're meeting tomorrow for hopefully something, some kind of progress here because we need baseball and we need it badly because once football goes away, we yeah, only have the NBA and the now, NHL. We need some baseball the, talk. The, the labor secretary from the White House is supposedly going to, Try and uh, interject the White House? Offers him He offers his services. I was like, well, keep that administration far away <laughs> I was just gonna from say, that, that Major help. League Baseball I don't know because it help. probably won't help. No. Uh, anyway, I have the no universal faith in the DH. Government. Gooch, you agree? Finally. Disagree? Yes, come yeah. on, bro. Like, this like, is enough all is enough. I know Kyle doesn't agree with the this The NL one. pitchers are going to have to learn how to pitch now. It's crazy. And actually, this is <laughs> one thing about Kyle that surprises me because typically me and him are on the same side of the fence when it comes to things like this because we he doesn't like the cold weather games in football because he thinks it takes all the offense away and it's stupid. I agree with Kyle on that in some regard. Mm-mm. More so now that my team can't seemingly play cold weather games at home, but that's another story. <laughs> frauds. But but basically what happens? Oh, shut the fuck up! You're frauds. This guy's delicious. <laughs> I knew eventually I'd have to face. This might be the first time Kyle's been in studio yeah, since, since since the, the Packers, Packers yeah, lost. Well. Well, anyway, what, what was I talking about before I got rudely uh, the, by myself? The double switches and the DH. No, the oh, DH. yes, yes. Yeah. So when, when you have a guy up in the third inning of a, of a two-run game and there's two men in scoring position and two outs, and that guy happens to be the pitcher, and the inning ends and the rally gets killed, to me that kills baseball a little bit. 
I don't really think it kills it entirely, but also seeing that the major league, uh, the National League pitchers always have inflated stats or deflated stats, depending on how you look at it, where their ERA is always lower, their whip is always lower because they get to face that pitcher every time through the lineup. I think it's time isn't it's times have changed in the recent times. They had their foot in the door with the COVID season, and I think the entire league liked it. Pitchers don't want to go hit. Yankee fans don't want to see Ching Ming Wong tear his foot open, oh, crossing yeah. home plate. I think it's time. And now if they're a good pitcher, guess what? You could bat. You could still DH and things like that. Like, like, like DeGrom, DeGrom. They think they're going to lose If lose DeGrom his bat. has a good, good numbers against a pitcher, then you could throw him as a DH and do a little... We, we might see a little more All Shohei Otani. Steve action. Nebraska. Did you ever watch... Does that, you know that movie? No. Reference? The Scout? Steve Nebraska? With Brendan Fraser as the pitcher for the Yankees? No. I'm not oh, seeing it. God. That's your homework assignment. <laughs> Go and watch that one because that Probably one's Probably also a terrible it's not No, it's I actually an amazing movie. It's obvious that they had to move to the Universal DH because of just the way the sport's heading. I do see that. I just love the double switches late in games and NL. That, I... I haven't. I have stopped playing. They video. make the managers manage. Yeah, and I. I mean, I stopped playing video games years ago, but I used to do MLB the Show every year franchise, and I would always do NL specifically because I love doing that. At the end, I feel like it adds such a weird strategy where you're all of a sudden defense is like it's like oh shit, do you want to? You're talking take about the, in the video game? No, in real life. Oh. Where, like if you're taking out your starter in the sixth. It's like, yo, do I want to take the risk and, and bring in my better pitch hitter and live with his defense for four innings? Or do I want to bring in, uh, like, a base? Or, like, there's so much added strategy to it, to a game where, like, unfortunately, other than br- which reliever to bring in, there's not much strategy in the, during the game. I mean, maybe whether or not to steal a base. So I understand <laughs> what you're saying, but to me, to that point is, I don't think many managers are really even making gut decisions on that anymore. I think a lot of the decision-making has been taken out of their hands and is being put into these systems, and they're getting their answers delivered to them via oh, I, I wouldn't math, even know that. math equations because that's how most most of these teams are running things now. Look, I understand that aspect of things. when you're If you're a baseball purist, you well, hate to see things change, but look. Things change. That's well, here's, just the way here's things my are. Thing, right? In a couple years, no one's going to care. This, is, this, this has to... Baseball has already gone on a strike before, you know, and and it was bad. It killed baseball. What brought it back? Home runs and juiced up players. I don't think. Hear hear me out, right? Like, juiced up players and hitting home runs and baseball's back and the the boys of the summer and it's Sosa McGuire, right? Then it starts, you start to hear this baseball's kind of boring to the new generation, right? And there's not, there's not a lot going on baseball. I can't watch a full baseball game. Like, they're not us, coach. Like, me and you can sit there and watch a nine-in game and not move, right? Not move a muscle. Well, depends. I can. I, don't I know about can. You. It depends. It depends on who it is, I guess. But I'm saying baseball was starting to die. Now, all of a sudden, you got another player's lockout. So you had to do something. You had to do something drastic. I agree. And now is the time to do I it. I don't think that this is necessarily having anything to do with the lockout. I think this the, the writing was on the wall for this for a long time. And I think that the COVID thing, when they got to do the shortened season, they, they had a little test run on it. And I think everybody liked it. Um, I don't think necessarily adding one guy to the lineup in the NL, so that's like half the teams, it does cr- uh, create more jobs if that's a thing that you want to look at as like a positive thing. No, so it, more it puts guys Nelson have a Cruz job. on the Mets this year. That's what exactly well, what it does. Well, but, but either way, it, it allows NL ball clubs to improve themselves with uh, a, you know, a late offseason signing like Nelson Cruz has been for the last 11 years. <laughs> Every he, year he's somebody. He's like the, he signs like April 10th right. and he hits 50 home runs that year <laughs> right. with 100. And always an ALT. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now he now he could go to the NL. Horizons. So I think it, I just think it's a better thing across the board for baseball. The only drawback being for the baseball purists have to like you know deal with the DH. Oh well, sorry guys. Well, that's where we're at. So they meet tomorrow. 
and it's hopefully a big thing for baseball to get back going. I just they eliminated that whole player on second thing, right? That's done. Yeah, all that's done. Thank that was God. that was. I, I feel like I, I feel like I just saw that though. So that's done, though. So they're right? back to the regular extra yeah, innings? Yeah. God, because cool. that was the dumbest. And doubleheaders being seven innings, that's done, too, right? Well, I guess that remains to be seen because we don't know how long this season is going to get eaten into. So if I they have a shortened season mm-hmm. and they and they do a lot of doubleheaders, you could maybe expect to see that again. I just don't think that they're going to do the extra inning thing, no matter what. I don't I hate the seven-inning doubleheader. Oh, so bad. I the do runner as well. on second, I didn't particularly like it, but that is a problem. Like... You're getting to point smashed overs where teams are like, yo, I'd rather lose than eat my bullpen. <laughs> you know, like, so that's the whole idea. Because there's 162 games. That's why it's okay. Like, eh, it's no worries. It's one. That extra inning thing, like a 15 inning game for a game that's so meaningless in the scheme that like, they're like, you can't have teams just that don't care because it's horrible television. Yeah. Ken Palmer came in and says this helps the Mets bullpen because now they don't have to use them as much. <laughs> so, and he's a Mets fan. So it's not even knocking him. Um, Nelson Cruz is going to Miami, according to Toast, and provide some pop and experience to that lineup. I could feel, I could, I, I could, I could see that. See that I could happen. see that actually. Toast yeah, loves see that happening. He does he? Well, he's Sandy Alcantara. Right? He's got a hard How is Sandy Alcantara up? outside the top ten on on uh, Jeff Driscoll's fantasy rankings? Oh, That's what I, Toast I, I don't know because he that. blew every single bet <laughs> Toast gave us last year. He sucked. <laughs> You ate the Marlins? Yeah, she they be- lost me a lot of money. Yeah, oh. There was like a week and a half stretch where Toast kept telling her, telling her to bet the Marlins, and they just kept <laughs> <laughs> Finally, after like six losses, Dina's like, I'll never bet this fucking team again. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. So I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Welcome again. If you're just joining us, it is a Chop Sports Feel Good Football Lean Friday with Kyle Kerms. If you're watching the video, please like the video. That helps us out tremendously. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to the channel as we hit uh, other goals on the way. So now, last night, I did sit down. I recorded the Jersey Boys podcast, which is available now on the Chop Sports Network um, with Brett and Keith Ernst. That's available. But right after that, I shifted about three feet to my little chase up in my man cave, and I sat down, and I got to watch the entire NFL awards. Um, obviously, great, great little multi-plug here there, yeah, Gooch, with that, the right? immunized sure. graphic that was made by our intern, Anthony. That T-shirt is available at chopsports.shop. That one and the Bill Belichick I Fucked Up T-shirt, that one's on there, too. Um, but there's another one coming possibly today or Monday. Uh, Cowboys-related, so I know all my Cowboys fans out there will, will definitely enjoy it. But um, NFL awards come out last night. The unanimous thing was Aaron Rodgers. Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't, uni- unanimous, it wasn't yeah. unanimous. The only unanimous thing was defensive rookie of the year, and that was Micah Parsons, my boy. So congratulations to Parsons for getting that done. Jamar Chase wins offensive rookie of the year. The one thing I will say, defensive player of the year, went to TJ Watt. Cool little moment between JJ and TJ. Oh, uh, spare me. I know you don't like you don't like JJ, Captain America himself, but that's okay. Uh, but anyway, so he the moment there, but the, fun, the, the cool thing is for me, at least, for all Cowboys fans, Micah Parsons finished second in the voting. So he finished over Aaron Donald. He finished that. That was pretty impressive for a rookie, right? So this kid not only he wins defensive rookie of the year. He's an All Pro. He's a Pro Bowler. So he's got himself a nice this little start. This is not a troll job at all. I'm seriously asking. Did Trayvon Diggs get any votes for defensive player of the year? I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't see the because remember, there's only fifty. And yeah. I don't think he received any. I, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think he did. Um, other one, oh, so the the comeback player of the year obviously went to Joe Burrow, um, and you know, fraud. <laughs> oh, get off! <laughs> we'll it. see. We'll see. I, I listen. I and I told this to a lot of my people on Twitter that Dak played himself out of that conversation. They had the camera on Dak and his girlfriend 
pretty much the entire night because a they're doing the comeback player of the year. B Keegan Michael Key is that his name? Keegan Michael Key, right? Yeah, uh, or something to that effect. KMK, right? Phenomenal job hosting. He was hilarious. They did an opening monologue where it was a, a song, right? And he actually went up to Dak Prescott and he said something and Dak Prescott sang like it's still too soon, right? Like he didn't want to talk about it. But then they went up to Roger Goodell and he's like, get that mic out of my face. Like he was being a hard ass. But then he was like, but I'm here for the hugs. And they did, you know, like just like draft day, uh, not the not the five star movie. We're talking about like the actual draft day. Yes, five star movie. I'll keep saying that. Die on that hill. Uh, but anyway, good award ceremony. Great speech by uh, Andrew Whitworth. He wins the Walter Payton Man of the Year, which is the Nobel Peace Prize, according to Kyle last night. <laughs> the Nobel Peace Prize of the NFL. The ultimate I and, could care and, less award. Ken, Ken just uh, so side so note, side note to Ken Pullman. That was what? definitely not a, a TJ Watt gripe. That was a JJ Watt. I don't like JJ Watt. I don't like either. Next. I like all the Watts. Corn balls. Like imagine that dad. Like how proud is that dad? He's got three players in the NFL. Give me a break. Set for life, first of all. You know, that's how I hope yeah, to raise not, my I'm not, boy. I'm not saying that they <laughs> so, aren't successful. I'm just saying that JJ Watt. When you see Miles Sturge rushing the passer bag. one day, <laughs> you're gonna all gonna I'm gonna be one proud dad and my nephew Danny's gonna th- just be lacing. You gotta see this kid's arm. Got the flick of the wrist like Aaron Rodgers type deal. Like he's launching. Oh god, things. was he one, two? You used to call him Aaron Rodgers. I that's, did. That, that is amazing. It is. You I'll show it, it to you after because it's a great like he just dropped just pops them it's beautiful um so yeah that's the that's the awards i mean look they, it comes and it goes somebody did ask about coach of the year it did go to mike vrabel which again i said it on the jersey boys podcast i pretty much said it here i think too um i might have made a joke about mike mccarthy but the actual coach of the year when you lose derrick henry and you're still the one seed i mean how do you, how do you argue that like it's a regular season award so you can't even give it to uh with uh, zach taylor because look he went 10 and 7 you know like yeah but but i'm i'm looking at the turnaround more so than yeah. than what they withstood okay. throughout the season. Like you look at the Bengals weren't picked to be anything this year. I think out of all the teams that were we talked about it, they were the fourth worst odds to to make the Super Bowl in the entire league, and they're there. I know it's a regular season award, but you know if you're talking about turnaround, then McCarthy's got to be in the conversation. No, that's true. Six and ten to twelve and five. <laughs> Um, I think that was more, not wrong. more to do with, I mean, I guess you could make the case for both teams that that's why Dan Zach Quinn Taylor did because, win assistant coach of the year. But I will say this. Nobody cares about Dan Quinn. Um, oh, wow. No, I'm kidding. You care about Dan Quinn. DQ, like but, Dan but, Quinn. but you can DQ's make the case. The you can make the case. It's funny. I have a, a funny story with me and you about Dan Quinn and Julio Jones. This is one of the first conversations we ever had was me finding you a Julio Jones picture talking shit about Dan oh, Quinn. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, my God, I that's, do. That's OG shit right there. But you can make the case that, so I guess... The, is that on the other sports now page? Now, when you, br- <laughs> you bring up Mike McCarthy, and we kind of... I'm, I'm shooting down the idea of, of Mike McCarthy being in the conversation because of the turnaround, because the quarterback was injured last year, and he came back, and that's big... You know, you, you Isn't that with Zach Taylor? <laughs> and that's and that's the point that I was making. So it actually forced my hand to say, you know what, maybe Vrabel is the guy based off of that. They got Burrow back. But it's a little unfair because Vrabel has... Tannehill, the monster. <laughs> That's why I said this is actually well earned because you have Tannehill. I feel like Tannehill should have gotten co coach of the year, like half the Vrabel, half the Tannehill. <laughs> he might. He might. An divide, field he might divide it uh, within uh, within the organization. He just wins football. Scoop games. came in and said Dave loves the Academy Awards. Actually, I don't watch any of that crap. Like I think it's so politically driven that it's just dumb at this point. What are they called? The Slammies. The wrestling ones. Yes. Good job, Gooch. You are such a... Good job. I'm sorry, what? The Slammies. The question was, what is it called? The Slammies? And I said, yes, that's what it's called. Then what did you say? You're not... You actually didn't invent the Slammies, so I guess I should... I didn't invent the Slammies, but the fact that you brought it up... Who is the... Yeah, that's true. That's... (laughs) 
That's on you, pal. Out now, guys. <laughs> yeah, I just say I didn't know the Slammies existed. Slammies are the Do wrestling. Do they still award. exist? Is it uh, is it no. still a thing? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> No, I mean they used to have it at like a legitimate like banquet hall, like where it would be not banquet hall, like an, like an arena, right? Where like last night, like the, some kind of whatever. But now it's turned to like they just give them out. They give out the slammies on like an episode of Raw. Like there's like a podium. Like oh. come on out, grab your slammy. Oh man, <laughs> no way, toast, toast. I promise you, I don't watch. Even though toast gets, I feel like toast gets angry he gets when offended. you're not watching sports. No, it almost like he's <laughs> like, angry. It's almost like there's pity. He's like, yeah, dude, like, uh, serious? Like, what, is, what is your life about? You, you watched Breaking Bad? You want to hear something good? Yeah. <laughs> Toast told me he will not be watching the Super Bowl. What? He's going to Disney World. Disney Land, World. Disneyland, Disneyland, Land. right? He's oh, in California. No, it's, yeah. it's less of a trip. He's not coming across the nation. But yeah, no, Toast, the way he talks to like all of us, I'm just like, oh, man, here the I was like giving the awards out last night as they ca- happened. I was like, hey, if you guys care, he's like, bro, there's too much sports on. I'm on Michigan right now. And I'm like, okay, okay man, I get it. Like, everybody calm down. Like, uh, I love sports more or, or just like the next dude, right? But like, holy shit, bro. No, <sighs> uh, you don't love sports the way the next dude does if Toast is the next dude because that dude <laughs> loves his sports. But he, Although he know. is missing the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, again, how are you an American if you're missing the Super Bowl? I'm, I'm pulling your American card. And I guess when you're living out in Alaska, you're almost not even American. I have to... The Super Bowl is like almost not even a sporting event, though. It's more just like a celebration of like the NFL, because like that was last night at the awards ceremony. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I can't believe I missed that. I, I did. Um, listen, I, de- I listen. I, I I DVR'd it for you. I'll send you the file. <laughs> you get to rewatch it if you good. want. I'm, I'm I'm cool on that. <laughs> I'm good but with that. Like it's not about like the Super Bowl for me is more about like. Gambling, having fun with my friends, like shocker, like Kyle's football like, season. Super Bowl is all about gambling to me. I had, I would have never assumed that you like to gamble on the football Super Bowl. season. Ended about a month ago, yeah, and now it's just like that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, you know what? Maybe the first round of the playoffs. Dude, first game. of all, the playoffs this year were the greatest playoffs maybe I've ever yeah, watched. But one football game at a time doesn't do it for me. Like I need a slate. I'm nothing without a slate. I'm nothing with that. That's a, that's a shirt. <laughs> I'm nothing without a slate. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, it's like, man. like I can't handle a commer- like like a commercial. Like I need to be stimulated. I need like set. I need bunch of TVs with. You like, hear this, guys? Kyle can't even handle a commercial. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> I, the fuck is happening. And then here? they'll come back and like kick it off and go to another commercial, and it's just like oh well, those are those Sunday night games are brutal. You're like ah, oh, here's a kickoff, and we'll be back after this, and I then know. they like, run one play, and you're like eh, and that's the end of the quarter. We'll be back after this. Like here's that's- a guy in T Higgins, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, and you know what? He understands that. That's that, he always says. He has a uh, Collinsworth always says. And he understands that. Yeah, and yeah. Quote, like, and he understands that. What do you mean? What he knows? Of course he knows. He's playing the goddamn game of football. He knows this shit. He, huh. he understands it. Of course. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Janine right now. 
and Dave, I did say, uh, oh, here we go. Toes defending me, I guess. Uh, I did say. No, he's oh, defending himself. Your daily show and all. Yeah, all right. Well, that, that's true. So he says, you guys got a daily show. You got to like, keep up with this. But I very well could have just watched or looked online to see the award winners. I actually liked the the comedy and the, and the players not in uniform at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are actually human beings after all. So. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. Scoop, anyway, scoop. Yeah, toast and sauce, and by default, Dina. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much de- basketball Dina is forced to watch. <laughs> Six I mean, screens I enjoy basketball. So it's <laughs> I mean, she's a sports fan, so it's yeah, not. Yeah, I, it's just, I don't it's, think it's forcing at this point. Maybe in the beginning it was forcing. It no, was like, usually, holy shit, what if is it's all just this? A, like a like regular basketball night, usually on the big TV, we'll put on like some stupid reality show. We can. You guys have tuned into my roundtables. I know that yes, for a fact. So that's on one of the yeah. TVs yeah, or something, so, or or a wrestling pay per view on a Saturday night, right? On that was on the computer because we couldn't figure out how to get it on the TV. Really? Oh, I'll have to talk to you guys. All right. Anyway, uh, that is uh, the awards stuff. But now it's time, finally, for after all this time and waiting, it's time to talk Super Bowl because that is going down on Sunday at 620, 640, one of those two. Uh, is that what's next on the lineup? I do want to mention that Leroy next. Butler. Oh, the, the Hall, Hall of, of Fame. Fame. Sorry. Go ahead. Throw that up there. Their NFL Hall. Uh, you know what? Good you actually mentioned this because I do have a snub. How in the world is Demarcus Ware not a first ballot Hall of Famer? I thought you were going to say Tory Holt. Is bro. That? Tory Holt's the bigger snub than Ware. James Harden just announced not playing tonight. Still hurt. Okay. Just, I wonder if Sixers fleeced. <laughs> um, but no. So yeah, Demarcus Ware, hundred percent. He's like seventh all time in sacks. Like what? How do you not like they like? So the players were out there introducing their next guy. So Brett Favre was out there for Leroy Butler. Um, somebody was out there for something. Like, they were just, like, former players of those teams to announce the people, right? And I see Emmett Smith pop up. I'm like, sweet, here it comes. Here comes the DeMarcus Ware announcement. And he announces some, like, referee. And I'm like, okay, so who's the next Cowboy that's going to come up? You know, when is that going to happen? And then, like... And congratulations to the class of 20. I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, Miss Lippy. Like, the part of the story I don't like is that the DeMarcus Ware didn't get in. Oh, AJ, damn, that's a fucking. Ouch. Oh, poor Jesus man. Christ. Ziggy, no, you man. have to just. Listen, people you got Jones, a relax. pause on that one, pal. <laughs> Peoples Jones needs to relax. Yeah, out there. dude. Oh, man. But, oh, yes. Shout out to Tony Baselli finally getting in. Um, yeah, so. Livery commercial. I think Tory Holt was the biggest him. snub yeah. out of everybody. Look I don't feel numbers. like he played long enough. Did you? Hey. Do you not feel like he played long enough? He played ten years. Yeah, like, so Tory Holt, Holt's got some some good numbers. When it do you feel like uh, yes. Isaac Bruce is in? So you think both of those receivers should get in? Dick Vermeil got in yesterday. One hundred percent. So all Bruce those guys should Tory go in. Holt are both Hall of Famers. So no all so, so the entire greatest show on turf should yeah. be in the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, all fifty two of them. All <laughs> Orlando Pace. <laughs> Kurt Every Warner. last one. <laughs> Kurt the Warner, punter, the kicker, the special Kurt Warner, guy. I think, is kind of like a bullshit Hall of Famer. I don't think he deserves to be in, even though he was Uh-oh. really good in his, in his... I don't know about that, dude. Like, come on. Like, his story, and, and all of a sudden went to be so, Super so Bowl champion. So now we're giving... I have a good story. Should they throw me in there? Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> could get on, in we're, there. We're <laughs> <starting> <laughs> to apply long enough. Kurt Warner isn't an all-time great. I guess you could take away... The fact that he didn't play 20 years like well, the rest of the This is why Eli's going to get in. He's not an all-time great. Yo, I don't know, though. Because I've been saying Eli is going to get in for a while, but I was looking at some of like the stats about the quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame. Troy Aikman's the only one quarterback ever in the history of the Hall of Fame that's a Hall of Fame quarterback that's never won an MVP or been first-team All-Pro. So, like, they're not just, like, taking guys. Like, Everyone in there was the best quarterback in the league about, at one point, except for Jim Aikman. Plunkett? Who won Isn't three Plunkett rings, in the Hall like, of Fame? Plunkett? Uh, I thought he got in last year. Am I wrong? But he's not. He he doesn't have Hall of Fame. Oh, no, that's they, the argument. 
if, yeah. if Eli gets in, Plunkett better get in, is what a lot of people or are vice saying. vice versa. And or if vi- you yeah. go by that, like, standard that the NFL's gone by, technically the only Hall of Famers right now are Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and maybe Breeze, who I was think, all pro once. I no think MVPs. what you have to do with these t- types of situations <laughs> there, is here's you, here's you, can't, you can't Leave base the, the baseline on, some, on the one anomaly, right? You can't say, oh, these guys are – if this guy's in, then – Anybody that has this stat is definitely going to get in. Like you have to set the bar a little bit higher on the passing stats because now we've we've had this conversation before. Every single quarterback is going to make the Hall of Fame. All you got to do is play. Well, according to uh, according to Scoop Sauce, Eli is a nice guy, and that's a massive requisite on getting into the Hall of Fame now, which is true. Yeah. Because here we are, and we're all thinking about baseball snubs. This, this is another – I don't know. Could it, be. It, well, now, if you are starting quarterback for 15 years, you're going to throw 70,000 yards just by default. Yeah. So Drew Brees' 80,000 is not that insane anymore. Especially when you're talking – like, I think that passing yards is, is probably the most overrated yeah, stat. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of it now comes it is. It's like hits time. in baseball. When Marino like, was slinging it around, though, for all those yards, that was a big thing. But now it's not. Well, that's why you have it's, – it's passing yards in comparison to – your, like your era, I guess. I, I would know. say maybe like even yards per attempt is kind of a shitty stat. There's a lot of it because it depends on it's the a lot offensive. of airmail, man. There's a lot goes into yeah. it. I think oh, it's I think that whole thing needs to be refigured. But for never sure, do it. for sure. All right. So now, are we ready to get onto the Super Bowl? Right, Dina. Here we go. It is time for the Super Bowl. But first, before we get to the picks, we got some props, and we're all three of us are gonna go head to head to head to see you know who gets. As many right, maybe we can jot these down, Dina, over there. Uh, take some notes as far as who's picking what. But Burrow we did, over interceptions. Burrow that's way not over. That's not one of the props, however. That's not one of the props. There yet. <laughs> Three and a half. Take the over. Three and a half. Take the over. Okay. Air mailing it. Air mail. Anyway, so here we go. Bring up the first prop, Dina, of the Super Bowl. And my computer froze. There we go. Okay, my computer was getting a little iffy too. That, so this that was one's, uh, scary. Now, this one's going to be it's a tough one. Heads obviously, it's, this one's tough. All right. It's heads or tails. Um, you know, again, I'm worried about this one, but <laughs> I'm going to go with the age old tails never fails. I'm going with tails. I don't know about you guys. Heads. Oh, wow. Okay. Sauce is going heads. I'm I don't like that fa- pick. I'm fading the sauce on this one. <laughs> I'm going to go with tails. <laughs> Two tails, one head. That is where we're at here. Um, are you okay over there with the internet, Dina? It's getting kind of fuzzy. Okay. Before we go on to the next one, um, I saw a tweet. I didn't discover this myself, but on DraftKings, it's still at minus 40, so you can still get it at good value. Opening kickoff to end in a touchback, it's happened 28 of the last 30 Super Bowls, and I got it at even money, minus 110, and I checked earlier. You can still get it at minus 140. Some good value for something that's happened 28 out of 30 times. Okay. Just wanted to throw okay. for, for everyone watching. Touchback opening. Dina, kickoff. just keep me updated on anything internet-related over there. I know a lot of things are fuzzy over there. We apologize for the fuzzy vision right now if you're getting that at home. Just or Chris. On your phone. So good. No, just you guys mean, are good. I'm, I'm all I'm over the place as, here. As long as the graphics. Clean as a whistle on my end. Yeah, no, we're all good here. All right. So the heads or tails. Matt Stafford. Over under 279 yards passing. Gooch, we'll start with you. Does he air it up and does he get it done? I feel like there's going to be a lot more running in this game than people think, so I'm going to take the under on this. Taking the under. Okay. Sauce, do you have a uh, play on this Um, one? Under, yeah, just because I actually think the Rams will have a nice lead. Okay. The Rams are going to have a nice lead. uh, You know what? I think with the amount of guys that Stafford has. That's a lean right there. uh, I think the amount of guys that Stafford has on his, 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 uh, his, in his arsenal, I think it's airmail all day. I think there's going to be a lot of air here. So give me the over. I'm going to take the over on, uh, on Stafford's yards. All right. And then we'll move it on over to Joe Burrow passing yards. Guess what? He's only one yard more 
than Joe uh, than Matt Stafford. So here we are, two hundred eighty and a half. Gooch, where are you at? I'm gonna go over because I think that their best chance in this one is to just air it out to their to their weapons. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll take the over, but it's in garbage time when they're down twenty five points. What the fuck? <laughs> Bum ass burrow. Damn. I'm gonna say Fast I'm also gonna say over the, the Bengals. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say cover. wow. I think we know where he's leaning anyway. Twist of the century Bengals money line. <laughs> <laughs> over so over on that one as well. All right. So what's next, Dina? Jamar Chase receiving yards, uh, seventy-seven and a half. I feel like look if you took the over on Joe Burrow, Gooch. Does that mean this is like a by default thing? Yeah, I feel like he might have one play in this game that's over seventy-seven and a half yards, just because that's the type of guy he is and the type of season he's had. It's just like when you ex- when you expect him to do something great, he typically has. Okay. So I'm going to go with over on that. All right. Um, now, g- Sauce? Uh, I guess. With all the garbage time? I guess I have to go <laughs> over, but um, you guys said on the show yesterday, you were talking about the Bengals possibly having to make adjustments to deal with the Rams' pass rush, and I thought that was a good point. And if there's, like, holding a tight end back and mixing – that means Chase has got Ramsey in his face with a safety over top. Like, if they're only sending out three or four receivers, they're going to be doubled. So, I mean, I'm, I'm taking the over because I agree with Chris. Just one, I think he could have a 70 yard play. Right. Um, but I do think he's going to get a lot of attention. I mean, wouldn't you if you were the Rams defense? I mean, all right. Yeah, I don't think Ramsey follows anybody, though. It's not necessarily Yeah, he Ramsey. stays in on one side of the field, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I used Ramsey. I should have just said you're going to have a corner in your face with a safety over top. Uh, like yeah, that's, so there will be, will be some help. And but then, I'm, it's uh, not like you have to follow him around because T. Higgins is no slouch. No, exactly. like, neither yeah. is Boyd. So they, they definitely have a, a nice little arsenal over there. I'm also going to take the over. Like I said, I think this goes hand in hand. If you're going to take the Burrow over, more than likely he's going to be force-feeding into his number one receiver, which is Jamar Chase. What's next, Dina? Cooper Cup. Right, ready for this one? Rush yards. Over, under. A half is Cooper uh, Cooper Cup going to get a handoff either on a reverse or out of the backfield or a backwards pass? What this is interesting. I'm going to say this doesn't happen. I don't think that's in the arsenal right now and in this in the in the playbook this week I for this it, game. I think it's definitely in the arsenal, but I think with Sean McVay's coaching style and his his kind of forward thinking, he's not going to have it a pitch. It's going to be one of those shovel passes. This way, if there's an but it's got to be behind. Understand? That's what I'm saying. Like they It'll will be, run, they will run end around. It's just going to be in front. So if he drops it, it's an incomplete pass because that's it. the way Sean McVay coaches. So I also will take the under on this for that reason. But you will see an end around the way I said it. Ready? He gets a carry. He gets TFL. Tackle for a loss. <laughs> for a loss. So he goes. Right, not so only we're does all he taking one under, he goes negative under, and Cup is getting buried. But he's for also going to have like 196 of Stafford's 226 <laughs> passing yards, uh, exactly. receiving yards. What's next, Dana? So, yeah. OBJ, Mr. Beckham, over under five and a half catches. I'm going to start with this one, and I'm going to call it – I'm going to go under here. I'm going to say he gets five catches. It's What did you say? Over under five? Five and a half. Five and a half I'm going to say under, he gets five to me. Five grabs for like, I don't know, 60-something yards. I don't think I don't think that Odell has had over – has had six catches yet. Maybe he's had one six-catch game. The last game he tore it up. Oh, so one six-catch game. I think this has been since he joined the Rams, but he's been very efficient. So, no, I don't think he'll have the over on six, but I think he might still go for, like, two touchdowns because he'll, he has right. one-yard touchdown, four-yard touchdown. He's a machine. They use him regard. down low, and, you know, he's been their third-down guy. As much as Cup has been their third-down guy as well, I guess they're just they're just loaded on offense. And we, yeah, 
So no, no to the over, but I do think Odell's going to make an impact in this game. Sauce, I feel like you were you were vigorously typing over there. And so I, I just brought up his game locks. He had nine catches um, against San Francisco. Like I against, said, he had it once, yeah. And, but no, against San Bay, he had six. Okay. So he right. still had the so over his there. playoff run. And then he's he had, had four against Cardinals. Mm. So, I mean. But those not, are a big four, if you remember. He was, he yeah. got, he got yeah, the well, ball that's what I'm saying. in stride. He's been, um, they're using him right. Yeah. So the thing is with that is. Odell Beckham's stock is at an all-time high right now. I feel like the public is going to hammer the over on this one. So even though I think we'll get the targets, just to fade the public, I'll take the under. But Okay, we're all in agreement there on the under. I feel like he's going to get a lethal dose of Eli Apple. Or, or a lethal dose of uh, the Rams averaging eight yards a carry. <laughs> Eli Apple, out of here. All right, what's next? Samaj P. Ryan, total yards. This is total catching and receiving of just 20 and a half. So basically, every time that Mixon gets a blow, P. Ryan's on the field. Is he going to get enough to get this? I say no. I say this is an underplay for for P. Ryan here. It's a tough one for me because I do think that Burrow is going to be under duress and there's going to be some, it's going to be hard for him to be actually going through his progressions to check down to P Ryan in the event that he's actually in the game, which I don't think that they're going to be using him that much because I do expect them to, to be fighting hard in this game to either come back. I do think that the Bengals have a good shot, which we're going to pick that in a little bit, but mm. just, just it's too important. And you have Joe Mixon out there, unless something happens with Mixon, I just can't see P Ryan getting as much burn. I just don't see it. So you're taking the under two sauce. I mean, I guess I'll take the over just because 20 and a half. It's all-purpose yards, same, right? It's the all same purpose, kind of yeah. situation with, with the, um, Jamar Chase thing. Like, he could have one play, and it could and it could be over because it's such a low total. But I don't know, man. I just This guy could definitely catch a ball out of the field, take it for 13, right, and be seven away and just not get another touch either. I mean, the, he gets happen. carries, though, sometimes, no, too, doesn't he? He definitely typically does. But, well, there's but, been, but Mixon's going to be. No, he doesn't. Yeah, right. Mixon's going to be get his hands full with the defensive line. Oh, under. Holy shit, under. This dude. In the against the Raiders and Titans combined, he had a combined in both games four yards rushing. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> no, six yards. He had two yards rushing and no catches against the Raiders, no carries, and one catch for four yards against the Titans. I, like I said, I think P. Ryan in this game in particular will be used to pick up the blitz and pick up the defensive linemen that are just burrowing, no pun intended, uh, over. The, the Cincinnati offensive line. So I think that's why he gets in the game, but I don't know if he's going to get any touches. That's that's just where I'm at. We got another one, a nice one from the comment section. Um, What's this guy's that? Liking. He likes under 16 and a half rush attempts for Joe Mixon. Oh, TJ. All right, TJ. We know TJ. Um, 16 and a half rush attempts. Whoa. Um, I want to say... Oof. Uh, we don't have to pick this one. This I know. Just I'm just one. curious. He's, he's saying the under, so I like the under as well. Yeah, I'm going to say under on that one too as well. Um, we'll see. But anyway, so there's one more. Total field goals made in the game. How much action and burn is Matt Gay and uh, Kicker McPherson <laughs> or Kickpherson get involved in this game? Is there four field goals made in this game? For me, I feel like that's how it's going to start. Um once the offenses start rolling, I want to say Kick Fearson can get two by himself in this game. Can Gay get two? I want to say yeah. I want to say yeah. Give me give me the over on field I'm goals made. I'm going to take the over because if I don't have at least a shitload of field goals, a two-point conversion, a safety, yeah, never, I have no shot in any of my boxes. So, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I need a safety. Give me all the I weirdness. need all sorts of shit. <laughs> give me the weirdness. And honestly, this has been the story for the Bengals all year. Their kicker has kind of carried them as okay. much as – 
you want to talk about fraud, Burrow, I wanna, you know, I'm, he does have some help, and that's very Brady-like. I want to bring up one thing that Keith Ernst brought up last night in the Jersey Boys podcast because it revolved around the Cowboys, right, in, in, in some way. So there's a guy way deep down on the MVP odds uh, of this game, right? Now, every so often, every seven years, right, there's like an average of every seven years, a no-named player wins MVP of the Super Bowl. We've seen it with... Uh, the guy from uh, uh, Seattle, I forget his name. He won the MVP, right? There has been other times where, like, uh, uh, Deion Branch won. Like, guys that you don't know, the Is unsung Larry heroes. Larry that's Brown for, for Ken, the Cowboys. For Ken Pullman. Yeah, Larry Brown, or it should have been Neil O'Donnell, if you really think about it. Um, but here's a 20, plus 20,000 odds for Cheeto Awuzie to win MVP of the Super Bowl. If that kid picks off two of Stafford's picks, which we all know Stafford's definitely able to throw interceptions, 20,000 to one, do yourself a favor. Throw 50 bucks on it. Do it. Like well, My whole thing is if the Bengals win this game and they don't give Joe Burrow the MVP, I'll jump off a bridge. Like, it's a guarantee that Joe Burrow, there's no way Joe Burrow comes Scenario out number one, he's hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. Nobody's going to get that one. <laughs> Anybody got that one? <laughs> you got that one? Basketball? Coop Cooper. Yeah, Coop. <laughs> but no, I will. <laughs> Nobody has a fucking clue where he is. No, I, here's my scenario. If the Bengals win this game 27-20, right? Burrow has two touchdown passes, right? But the, in order for him to get down the field, Cheeto has two picks in this game. You can't give it to Cheeto? You don't think the, the corner can take it uh, over the quarterback um, in that scenario? I think in order for Cheeto to get it over Burrow, it couldn't just be Burrow had an okay game. It would have to be that he had a bad game, and they, and they still won. Okay. I'm just, like hey, I said, 20,000. The, the whole world is just... Like slobbing all over Joe Burrow's sack right now, <laughs> they'll like they'll give it. to I him. mean, wouldn't you? That I mean, he's like a, he's an adult ca- uh, Kevin know, McAllister. He, <laughs> I plan on fading him seventeen straight times next year. Oh, okay, seventeen straight. So as he, so did what's he, your pick? Did he hurt you? Did he? Who hurt you? No, so this this this, the, this Where is, are we is what's wrong. Burrow's this scenario. is what's wrong with the NFL hype train. It's because everyone is like crazy. Yo, Joe Burrow, literally against the Titans, right? If Janoris Jenkins catches the ball, he loses, right? Everyone agrees with that. He, like, definitely loses. So you're not going to talk about one pass. I mean, it's like Joe Burrow, possible Super Bowl MVP, 99 in Madden next year. Joe Burrow, top two quarterback in the league. One pass if Jenkins catches it, and the whole the whole story I is. I understand where you're going with it because that's how I felt about Tom Brady for 20 years. But I just have like a... <laughs> And it's the truth. Like, I feel like I could pick out any single one of his Super Bowl seasons and give reasons why, you know, he really didn't have all that much to do with it. Mm. But then at the end of the day, when you constantly see the guy in the position where he's in, <laughs> it's like you really don't have much to say. And now I know it's very early in the game for Joe Burrow, but it just looks like it's that's the way it's headed with this guy. So get used to hating Joe Burrow. You know, it's funny. Wait, until he gets a contract, you mean? And they, well, that's fair. Oh, yes. Fair. Well, then that. he'll have a little tail. And then what he'll do is Joe Burrow in true Tom Brady form will take a pay cut and... Hey, Hey, Do everything it can to win. Scoop, you say Dur- uh, Burrow did awesome for me in fantasy. Yeah, what's awesome? Did he win you $1,000, $2,000? He won, Rube, a quarter of a million dollars. I would say so that he had a lot of fantasy stock and a lot of people won their shit because of 
one Joe yeah, Burrow. He performs well in championship situations, and then you saw in championship week. Man, I opened up a can of worms. Steeler fans in the chat right now just going nuts about Neil O'Donnell. Look, I know he should have won Super Bowl MVP that year, and that's the last time uh, because maybe Jerry Jones sold his soul to Neil O'Donnell, and now we haven't won since. So maybe there's there's a theory behind that. So it's time to Wait, pick the what? We need Kyle's pick for that one. Oh, over under field goals made three and a half. I don't, I don't know. Under. <laughs> Under it is. He seems convinced and very confident in that pick. Like but now it's time to pick the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Before we do that, please be sure to like the video. Subscribe if you're brand new here and you watch this for the first time. You like our show. Please give us a little love and support. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate it. It's time to pick the Super Bowl. The Rams are favored minus four against the Cincinnati Bengals. We've been talking about it for the majority of the week. There's only so much you could talk about one game um, and two team stories getting there. We went over their paths yesterday. There's a lot of stories both ways. Obviously, Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and the coach and everything going on over there and McPherson kicking the Christ out of the ball four weeks in a row or three weeks in a row, right? Then you got the Rams who were supposed to be here or at least in the conversation with Stafford coming on over here and him winning his first playoff game there's so many things so many intangibles in this game but when it comes down to it gooch who is winning the super bowl who's gonna win the super bowl who's gonna cover i guess we got to go with the spread as well yeah i All mean right. you took the so, mojo yeah, and the steam um, right out of that monologue i think that the rams <laughs> are the clear-cut better team than the Bengals. i think everyone in america will agree with that i think Outside of Kyle, most of America and outside of a couple of these Steelers fans, which, Stephen Harrison, you're showing your hand here by saying you agree with Kyle on the Joe Burrow situation. That's right my after, guy right there. He right always after, agrees Right after me. talking about the uh, Neil O'Donnell making you sick all these years later. <laughs> so we understand your pain there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the Rams are the better team. I'm going to go with the Rams because of that fact. I understand I've been riding the Joe Burrow train uh, I just think it stops here. They're the worst team in the, out of the two. They're going to have to fight, and they might have a backdoor cover, but I do agree with Kyle. I think the Rams will get out to an early lead in this one. And then you'll see Joe Burrow in true form make it a game, but it'll just not be enough late. And Sauce, I'll go with the Rams. You'll refrain? Um, or, or No, I'll, I'll give it. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Joe Burrow, Clay Morrow, Agent Zero, don't matter. Rams by 24. (laughs) If they had had Gilbert Arenas on that team, I don't know, man. Agent Zero would have been pretty damn good over there. Uh, So, all right. So, the Rams are the pick from the sauce. So, you're hearing. Maybe the Bengals score in garbage time to make it like a 10 point game. But this is a controlled by the Rams start to finish. I think. um, All right. So, that's two on the Rams. I think this story with the with the Bengals is a, has been phenomenal, and I think it's kind of just getting started for them, right? So I think they're going to be in the conversation going forward. Burrow's going to be that guy to just get annoyed with if you're an AFC fan because now he's going to turn into this guy you're like, oh, my God, Burrow's in again, 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 right? That could be a thing. The Bengals are young, and the Bengals are... 1,000% weren't supposed to be here, okay? They were not supposed to be here. So they're here. Congratulations. However... I think the Rams are a much better team on paper. I think they have uh, an arsenal that can expose that defense. I think the defensive line, Aaron Donald has a chance to win Super Bowl MVP with the amount of times that he might get to Burrow. That Bengals offensive line has come on since the nine-sack Nobody game. talks about Von Miller either. Well, I mean, he's there. He's a former Super Bowl MVP. There's another obscure one. You never thought Von Miller would win Super Bowl MVP, but here he is. So he's back in the game. The The Rams are stacked. McVay is great. I think he's a good coach. Dina loves McVay. I know. Dina loves McVay. 
McVay. Uh, they're going dark, to dinner on horse, Sunday after the game. My dark horse Super Bowl MVP pick, it will be Cam Akers after he almost fumbled the game away against Tampa. Redemption. It's time a for a story redemption. of redemption. But I'm taking the Rams plus uh, minus the four to cover that number. I also see like a 10-point win, uh, possibly garbage time. But look. The story is just getting started for the Bengals. So if you're a Bengals fan, I'm not going and say like, well, the Bengals suck. They don't deserve to be here. They're going to have themselves a nice little uh, window of opportunity to get back to this game a couple years in a row. Uh, because I think we've we all noticed a lot of flaws in the, the game of Mahomes. I think that Josh Allen and I think the better game next year will be Josh Allen versus uh, Joe Burrow. I think that'll be a cool game to watch. Who knows? Maybe Lamar Jackson gets Look, back in the conversation. Josh Allen's money about to hit the cap. We're talking though. about flaws in uh, Mahomes outside of one quarter of football in the last two months. I'm Pat just Mahomes talking about the Chiefs overall, really. Yeah. I, mean, I think they kind of forgot how to play football for a half. The Chiefs um, will be there right where they were this well, year. Well, that's what I'm saying. They have a, a loaded fine. AFC. It's going to be fun to watch for years to come. Dark Horse Super Bowl pick, it's the Chargers. Next I year? Mean, Everyone's way too on way too early and, Super Bowl pick next year. Oh, here we go. Uh, I, mean, I just meant the I value. Probably the just Packers. Put money. Oh, the Packers. Oh okay. Oh, you know what? And, and in the spirit of this conversation, next year's Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. My dad was born in Fifty Seven. It all makes sense. The Dallas Cowboys get back to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and win the whole damn thing. That's how it's going to be. Oh, one more Super Bowl guarantee. Okay. First song of the halftime performance will be "Still Dre." No. We'll start with the piano. No. End it. I think they end it with that. No, like they're gonna be like they're no, do all their songs and everybody's gonna be thing. I think everybody's gonna calm down and be like, dun, the reason dun, they're not dun, gonna dun, start the Super Bowl show nuts. with that song is because they started the promo with that song. Uh, I didn't even know that, but I think they, I thought they were gonna end it with "Forgot About Dre." Uh, over under uh, curse words that slip through <laughs> the cracks. What do you think? If you set the number, at, yeah, zero. zero. You are all high right now. Do you realize Just who's me. on stage? Just they're gonna do you realize that. who's on stage? They're gonna do that radio rap where they're like. Like put the, <laughs> they know what they're doing. Hey, really? they're they're really really it's not like Eminem doesn't perform all the time yeah, in situations. Like like I know, but I just feel good. like I don't know. I I don't know. I, I got a feeling. Got a feeling. Not, you know, black eyed peas. Um, anyway, so before we get out of here, sauce. It's already hot in here, but it's about to get hotter. My oh friend. shit! There the is seven games on the NBA slate. I know you look, you're you're just as good as the next slate, right? So the slate is in your face. I got seven games with spreads. You can choose to pick four of them. You can pass on three of them. All right. So here we go. We'll go right now. Rapid fire. Ladies and gentlemen, get your pens out because this is where he's going with it. I'm sure they'll be on the website, KyleCarms.com later. Yeah. Um, but there will be no YouTube video. This is his YouTube video, ladies and gentlemen. So if you like this, like this. So like the video. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. Here we go. We start. First game, Charlotte at Detroit. Charlotte minus six and a half at Detroit. Ah, uh, shit. Road right. favorites. Hornets lost six straight games. And this is going to be our first look, we think. There's still some game time decisions. Our first look at this new Pacers team um, with their new pieces, Halliburton, Buddy Healed. But this is Charlotte at Detroit. You said oh, Pacers. Oh, shit. Oh, Charlotte at Detroit. It's okay. I, I was looking at the Pacers. I know. The heat's getting to you. I get it. I get no, it. The yo, heat's hot. We're in the kitchen. Uh, yo, <laughs> you can skip I it. If you don't. The, no, I'm not skipping it. I'm gonna lay the points with the Hornets, um, even though they lost six straight games. The new piece is the piece the Pistons has is Marvin, Marvin Bagley, not the new Pacers. I mixed that up. Um, but I've been waiting for this Hornets team to turn it around. And if you look, they, they lost six straight games. You look at who they lost to. Celtics, one of the hottest teams in the league. Cleveland, the best team against the spread. Miami, Toronto, one of the hottest teams in the league. And then the Bulls. So they've lost to some really good opponents. Charlotte minus six and a half. Next. All right. Cleveland, minus seven and a half at 
Indiana, uh, Indiana. All right, so this is where we're going to get a look at the new look Pacers team with Halliburton and Buddy Heald, those pieces from the Kings they got. Uh, this team was not playing well before. I don't think you throw two new pieces in there. All of a sudden, there's going to be flooded with chemistry. Uh, Cleveland's looking back with Karis LeVert. They're looking like they even took a step forward. It was five and a half. It's all the way up to seven and a half, I think, now. Still laying it. Give me the Cavs not passing that one. OKC, heavy dogs on the road, plus 12 and a half at Philadelphia with James well, Harden, Harden out. Harden is Harden not is playing. Uh, the biggest Oklahoma City, without a doubt. This is the second best team in the NBA against the spread. But with all, I think I'm going to pass here. Oh, okay. We're passing. Um, but the pick is Oklahoma City. I just, I don't think it would make the top four. Okay. So pass. All right. Another one. Spurs. Road dogs eight and a half at Atlanta. Oh, the sauce has been riding the Spurs lately. I, I know, like. I know, but oh, I want to take the Spurs so bad. But all right, so the thing is, Atlanta and Trey Young and them are sneaky good at home. And even when they look terrible, and you're like, oh, I need to fade this team, they'll come home from a road trip and then look like a top four Eastern Conference team. So even though personally, this will probably make the VIP ticket for like half unit, 0.75 unit. I like the Spurs. I'm going to pass. You're passing. All right. So now the Nuggets on the road, plus five and a half against the Boston Celtics. This is the perfect time to fade the Celtics because this is, I don't know if, if the Celtics won six games in a row in comfortable flat fashion. They're playing the best events in the NBA by far, and it's not close. Everyone's just blindly betting, like serious betters, blindly betting the Celtics. I think this is the perfect time to fade them and take the Nuggets. Um, Jokic is so unique, but. I'm going to pass. You're passing. So That's you now have pass. to you have uh, officially have to take the next two yeah, games. Yeah. The Minnesota T-Wolves plus three and a half to Chicago. They're uh, playing the Bulls. Oh, easy, easy, easy. Minnesota. Um, I have no problem fading the Bulls right now. Even though they bit me on the ass a couple times recently, people look at the Bulls. They see DeMar DeRozan. They see Zach Levine and Vucevic, right? They're three best players. They're three best scorers. That's great. But they're missing Lonzo Ball and they're missing Alex Crusoe. Those are their two best defensive pieces. Been saying it for weeks. Fading this team, Minnesota upsets the Bulls in Chicago. And the final game, big spread here, Orlando on the road against Utah. Orlando's oh, getting 13 and a half, baby. I forgot this is the last game. All right, so Utah, without a doubt. I don't care if it's 13 and a half. The Jazz are back. Finally, the this books are catching up. This is a very unsauce like lane 13 and a half. I know. This is a lot Utah of Utah at home is another beast. They're looking like the Jazz from last year, which was auto bet them at home. Mitchell's back. They still don't have Gobert. It doesn't matter. This team's won four straight, I believe, and they're looking like the one-seed Jazz that we I was expecting. So to this see. is the Utah first half, Utah game. Utah, yeah. No, this is Utah heavy-heavy. Team, team total. Team total. Um, but I forgot this was the last game, so we, that fourth pick, Jazz and Spurs, like – like, in my head, I'm like, should I have taken this person for? But no, I'll stick to the game. So basically, Give me he, the didn't, jazz. he didn't actually pass anything because I got a pick. Basically. I got a pick. I got we got some picks. picks in those. I would never sell yeah. the viewers short. I'm yeah, no, here we go. So the, the, the guarantee, well, not the guarantees, but at least the games that he's picking right now is Charlotte minus, uh, minus six and a half at Detroit. Cleveland minus seven and a half at Indiana. Then we have the T-Wolves minus, uh, I'm sorry, plus three and a half against the Bulls. And then he's taking the Jazz minus 13 and a half home against the Orlando Probably Magic. Probably should have taken the Spurs. And, and now, the and now also, just <laughs> he's to be taking the Stick to this. Stick, stick to, to this. this. All right. For, 
four picks, three passes. Let's see how he does, ladies and gentlemen. You can find out all of his information, KyleKerms.com, VIP. You got to sign up. So do that. Go check out his Sauce Network YouTube channel. There won't be a YouTube channel. I, I guess, what, you want us to link this one? To, yeah, yeah. You want me to cut this up for you and then well, send actually, it to you? I was hoping you could just send me the click, and I was going to edit it and put, like, a ticker, TikTok and stuff on it and then send it back to you. Um, but... Uh, does anyone know how close I was to four minutes? Because we weren't in time in. Uh, you started at 11.57. It's 12.02. So you did five minutes. Well, it's right. 12.02. It's That's five. It's five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but we, but <laughs> we, we made carry the, the three. But the point is, like, it's been like a minute. Since so we, we might stopped. Oh, so maybe you did do it in four Ooh. minutes. Well, let's get. Fuckers. <laughs> let's, we're going to actually, you know what? I, I, I could have been completely wrong on that. And there, that's why we have timestamps. So we'll find out if he did it in four minutes. If not, you know, we'll, we'll try to be better next time. But there's seven games on the slate. He picked four. Go, you know, play the sauce picks. I've been playing them all week. I'm not down any units. Okay. I am. I was up, up, up. And then I came back to reality. Then I went up again. I went down again. But I'm. Right there, even keel where I'm actually I'm up a unit. If like, you, it was like if three, you really want the, it was the like truth. three or four weeks ago, and then when I logged into my bed MGM account, I saw a little pop up and it said, uh, "Do you have a gambling problem?" And I clicked <laughs> yes. And then since I then, do. I've been I into this problem. matrix and I haven't made a bet. You're guys, we're right. I don't have a gambling problem. We're actually. not done picking things right here to end the show. We have ourselves the that's right. Did she put a the in the front of her name? The Dina Simpson is in the house. <laughs> oh, she's going to be picking the UFC. 271, 271, that was three for whatever reason. 271's going down. The weigh-ins just happened. That fight will go down. Whitaker and uh, Adesanya both weighed perfect. They're good. That fight will go down. Dina, what do you got for us? What do you want to give away? And what's going to be on the VIP ticket on Saturday? All right. So I'm probably going to leave uh, the VIP to my favorite props. Okay, the um, props will be in the uh, VIP. Yeah. All right, that's good. But what you nailed last time, right? You nailed one of them. Um, I the I first fight of the night last week, that. right? Yeah. yeah. What yes. about the parlay? This week's ooh, I should put the parlay on there. So there's some heavy favorites that I really like this week, um, and they're definitely going to need to be parlayed because even like looking at Adesanya at minus two ninety, who I'm taking. Like we got a three hundred here, minus three hundred. Yeah, so that that's that, yeah, and it's just climbing. Heavy so, duty favorite there. Um, Versus Whitaker, like Whitaker, the only move that he could possibly make in this fight is to try to shoot for a takedown, and I really think that he's going to try and stand with Adesanya, and and that's not that's get not going to work well for him. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> <You> <laughs> so I'm also going to throw a uh, KO prop that'll be a free one okay. out there for this fight. All right, mm, I might have to. I'm not going to fade the pick because I do like Adesanya in this one, but I just have a feeling that Bobby Knuckles is game, and he's a tough dude, and he got stopped in their last fight. I just can't see him getting stopped again. But I agree, his only chance is a takedown, and it's Adesanya is just a harder guy to take down unless you're the bigger guy. And uh, Whitaker's not the bigger guy here, so he's there is uh, breaking news coming into my ear. Uh, three minutes, fifty-two seconds is what you did. So you did it nice. under four minutes. Good job, sauce <laughs> on that one. Anyway, go ahead, Dina. Sorry. Oh, well, isn't um, Adesanya the one, or is it Usman the one that was like never taken down or something? And he like sprawls well, out. Well, Adesanya, Adesanya, he's never he been hasn't taken been down. Well, um, he's got a one hundred percent defense. Didn't Colby take up. Usman down in his last fight? No, know. but he like almost but did. Yeah, and they were talking, but so it, it's, it's um, Usman. It but re Usman. regardless, um, yeah, Adesanya's been taken down. He lost to Blockowitz, but that was at two oh five. You know, so he moved up to, to test his waters up at two oh five, and he did get controlled in that fight. He's been taken down in his weight class a few times as well. But if you look at their first fight when these guys fought, Whitaker wasn't himself. He was dealing with a lot of injuries, like actually not even an injury, like an illness that he mm. that really hampered his training, but. 
really when it comes down to is Adesanya's striking is way too good. He 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 wears it real long, it's and it's just it's fast. tough to get in there and get in on a takedown. Very very quick, mm-hmm. very very fast. Yeah. Dina, what else you got? Do you got anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple things that I like without giving too much away. Um, kind of a dark horse fight that I think is going to be pretty exciting is going to be the Kyler Phillips fight. The guy, he needs to calm down on the theatrics, like the spinning kicks and all that crazy crap that he does. But, like, he's sneaky good. And the guy that he's fighting is not impressive, but I think he's going to give him a little bit of competition. It's a super high price tag on Kyler Phillips, so you'll probably see that in my parlay. Another heavy favorite? Heavy. Give us a dog. Give me a dog, dog. Come on, give me something. Hit me. Go. My favorite dog on the... uh, the main card is uh, Tuivasa fighting Derek Lewis. Oh uh, man! So we're gonna get a shoe. Derek we're gonna get a shoe beer. Uh, uh, gross. Yeah. Derek Lewis. Both of I these. I do like Derek Lewis, but hot. these guys are bangers. They're gonna go at each other. It's gonna be like a heavy hitting fight. If Tuivasa can stay out of the way of Derek Lewis's fist, Derek Lewis has a glass chin. He's gonna get knocked out. A glass knocked chin. out. Knocked I think out. A, either of these guys land clean. The other one has potential to get knocked out. But if you watch Tuivasa against Greg Hardy, he did almost get knocked out right away. So he's hittable. Both these guys are extremely hittable. And with the with the power that they have, for him being as probably as big of an underdog as he is, what is the odds on this one? Uh, right now he's only at plus one fifty. So that's actually not as bad. We as got a, we got a be. fan coming out. A Phillips by KO. He likes he likes that one. So uh, that's Mark. Just tune in to the website. <laughs> all right, yeah, we'll so find Lewis out. has oh, never shit. lost at home. Toast is, is giving a pick. Houston? Wow, there's just all sorts of picks going on here. He's got UConn plus one. So the toast will be on the uh, the toast ticket likes as the well. Huskies. And he likes <laughs> those Huskies. Uh, so look, we've had a great show today. We've. Do you have anything else, Dean? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh not without giving too much away. All right, cool. So check out KyleKerms.com for the v, uh, UFC VIP ticket that goes out tomorrow i gotta figure out how to watch i think i might go out i gotta do something because all of a sudden my super bowl plans got kind of jacked up where i'm now like hosting a party all of a sudden also, <laughs> I did not also expect that at tune all. in on UFC tuesdays right ufc at miller's might we'll be, be reviewing we'll be reviewing ufc 271 and whatever wrestling action that takes place or doesn't for that matter we'll, over it, we'll, pe- we'll over review uh, weekend. We'll, re- we'll review the last week of wrestling as far as monday wednesday friday shows okay all right I see i don't even that. know the wrestling schedule but yeah UFC 271, the wrestling uh, docket for this week. We'll call it the, the slate. There we Kyle. go. I like that. In, the slate. In, a uh, man is only good with his honor of Kyle Kerms. And we'll be there Tuesdays, or it will be there Monday, but it'll be airing on Tuesday morning. Yeah, but of course, if you guys watch this and at any point throughout the day, because again, there's going to be some guys that come in later on for the picks, uh, for Kyle's picks at least, make sure you like the video for us. Do us that solid. Subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that as well. It's been a hell of a show. We've watched, we've talked hard, and we talked NFL awards, Super Bowl prop picks, Super Bowl picks, the the Infuego, 3 minute and 52 Four pick segment out of the, uh, the what do we call it? The, the kitchen? The hot no. seat. The hot the seat. Hot uh, the hot seat. We're all sweating in here. The show is about to Wait, come. Wait, actually, to wasn't it supposed to be called the chopping block? No. We, we I thought we couldn't do that, that because we the can't do it because Food Network has like that. The food uh, Network chopped has the chopping block. Which, by the, the way, that's my long lost brother, in case anybody was asking. Uh, apparently, I look like the that guy. I forgot what is his name again. Nobody Anthony knows. Bourdain? No, no, no. The guy that Dave looks like from Scott Connett. Scott Connett. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know his name. Scott Connett. I can the see co- it. Yeah, you see it? I, I got it a couple times and I was just like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, I saw his net worth. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm him. Okay. I'm totally him. Brother, come come and come back to the next holiday party, brother. It's like that guy who was uh, signing people as Jabba Chamberlain. Do you remember that? Signing on. <laughs> never heard about that? I heard about that. That was a lot. The guy looks just like him. I know, a while ago. Uh, Jabba, like, Jabba doesn't even look like Jabba. He anymore. was like 
bagging girls like like he was living the life of Jabba Chamberlain. Oh, well, listen, he was like dating girls. And, like was he like, was he also walking in, guys? Um, <laughs> scoring Did he also have a problem with bugs? <laughs> the bugs were on his neck and no, shit. He Remember was that? Jabba Chamberlain, other than the part where the, where he planned to play professional baseball, he didn't do that, <laughs> but he did the rest of it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we covered it all here, folks. Today, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. So for Sturch and Gooch, and of course the sauce, Kyle Kerms and Dina for her wonderful UFC picks and her producing of the this show tune in next time monday 11 o'clock let's go over we will have a super bowl champion can't wait can't wait hopefully i could win like two of my super bowl boxes this weekend yeah let's win some super bowl boxes. i have like nine six nine five <laughs>